All right, you are now tuned in to the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the true players broadcast. It's episode 86, people. The Rich Paul rule is a real thing, and some NBA players are really pissed off. We're going to break it down and tell you exactly what that means. The NBA has a new mental health initiative that is being enforced by Adam Silver. Drew and I are both on board with this. And October 22nd, it's opening night. Clippers, Lakers, put it on your calendar because we're going to have a party, people. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Drew, kick the intro music. Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like Ludi us. I do have something to say, so you got to give it up. Give it up. What up, broadcast world? What's up, everybody? You know what it is. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the True Players broadcast. This is episode 86, and we were this close to 86-ing this episode because there is nothing to talk about. <laughs> we're going to stretch it out a little bit for you guys, but first and foremost, it's episode 86. Yeah. Drew, what do you got for me? Whose episode is this? So, in 1986, the number one overall draft pick was a, was a, was a relatively tall guy. Relatively went, tall, eighty six. I would say I would say on the the taller end of tall. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to North Carolina, and mm-hmm. then for m- the majority of my adult life, oh, is, Perkins? is a NASCAR announcer. Who? Brad Doherty. Oh, Doherty. Yeah, to Cleveland, and he he's, is. NASCAR. He just he just loves NASCAR. He's a country boy. He loves loves the NASCAR, and all he does now, like I don't even know the last time he talked about basketball. He's a he's a NASCAR. He was a number one analyst. Pick. Number one overall pick out of Carolina to Cleveland. You mm. nailed it. But Len Bias was number two. Like, oh, look a little bit year. deeper. Del Curry. Del Curry, okay. Number 15 okay. overall draft pick in 1986. Players born in 1986. Quite a few of them still in the league. Nah, no no real big hitters. I already know which one you're going to choose. You do? Uh, I do. Okay. Goran Dragic is not the one that I thought, but that's just right off the top. Goran Dragic. Jordan, Dragic is that old? Jordan Farmar. Okay. Uh, Rudy Gay, George Hill, Kyle Lowry, Rajon Rondo, Marvin Williams, and Sweet Lou Williams. Oh, well, duh. <laughs> we all know it's Marvin Williams' episode. <laughs> <laughs> the Charlotte legend. Dude, he's still on, t- on a the team. The Carolina bro. legend. He hasn't left the state of Carolina since he was uh, you know, a freshman. Wasn't he like a second pick? Yeah, Marvin he was. Yeah, I think maybe the second or the fourth pick of the draft that he year. He was a Carolina kid too, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, that was the year. It was. I think if if my memory serves, that would have been two thousand and three, uh, with Carolina with Sean May and Raymond Felton. They won it, and they won it. Right. And Marvin Williams was, uh, I think, a starter on that team as a freshman, and then he left to go to the NBA. Right. That year, that his team, draft was a weak draft. That though. was a weak ass draft, mm-hmm. and it was that team was just stacked. They were good. Sean uh, May was player of the fucking year. Sean May was unbelievable, and Raymond Felton was crazy. Right. That was the great uh, Illinois. I think that's the great year for Darren Williams and, mm-hmm. and all those cats at Illinois, where they went almost undefeated that whole season. Crazy. And then they ended up losing to Carolina in the final. If my memory serves. Wow. Yeah. Nice little throwback. So it's sweet Lou Trilliams then. Absolutely. It has to be. Yeah, without a doubt. God, I'm so excited for him this year. I am so <laughs> excited for him this year. But don't worry. We're not going to get into Clipper Laker talk. Well, there's, there there's isn't really any. We can't talk. <laughs> there's nothing else. Zubak is working on his three. That's all I got to say. 
They, they, oh, that's good. Doc said that they wanted him to. He's got a nice stroke. Yeah, straight away from the like top that's, of the that's key what three. He, that's what he's been working on. That's that's all. He and needs. he was wet. He had he hit like fifteen in a row when I was watching watching the workouts. He's got a good jump shot. Of course, they don't show a lot of misses on the workouts either. Yeah, they're you know not who, showing the misses. They're sh- they're showing Blake's workouts right now. And Blake, Blake looks, Griffin. Yeah, looks really nice. His brother was born in nineteen eighty six. His older brother Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. He got he got a little burn with the Suns for a second. One season in One the NBA, season, uh, and he, we, I mean, if, if I remember the the year that Blake was a freshman and Taylor was a senior or a junior or something like that, and they played together, and that was cool that to was see cool. that. And Taylor was was a was a freak athlete, also right. just wasn't he as, wasn't Blake. He wasn't as freakish of an athlete as Blake. Um, and also just had the same jump shot as Blake. So it did. didn't. It didn't it well, he's been working though, and he looks never real nice. Never out. Blake does. Oh yeah. Well, now he's now he's much better at that. I mean, that's the thing. Everybody I, goes to Brink- Brickley, Brink- Brinkley out in New York, like Mellow's dude. That's where all the lifetime, oh the trainer. Yeah, that's where the Lifetime Fitness runs go. Yeah, that guy. His his phone must be blowing up. Blowing up. Rappaport had him on a podcast. I wonder once. what like if he charges like by the hour, or, used, like by the session, or I wonder how they do that. Is it month, cash? Monthly? Do they Venmo? Right. Like yeah. Like Mellow Venmo me. I, I, I take only Bitcoin uh, for the summer. This is the Bitcoin summer. What do you think he'd charge Mellow for like a two hour workout? What do you think? That's what I'm saying. Be? I don't I have no idea. Does what he that... do it for free? No, no, you don't do it. For no, free. he used to work for the Knicks. He was a he was a shooting coach for the Knicks. Yeah, th- my his credentials allow him to pay, mm-hmm. and he knows his clientele has the money. Right? Like does Rico Hines? <laughs> is there like a check in at Rico Hines for oh, the, to get to get those runs? Yeah, I think you just got to show your NBA associations uh, contract. Yeah, then how do you make money, Rico? Yeah, Rico. I don't know. Let's talk to Rico. <laughs> All right, we're getting off topic. Yeah. So sweet Lou, sweet Lou Trilliums, his episode. I'm very I'm very happy about that, Drew. Um, so one big thing that came out today. Uh, was is now called the Rich Paul Rule, and I know that you didn't. Get- <laughs> yeah, I, so I heard of the Rich Paul Rule, but I was busy at work, and I haven't really been able to like look into it. Oh, it's so racist, dude! So it's, so racist. it's racist. Oh, it's so- well. You tell me. You tell me. Okay. So you know, last year the NBA they passed the new rule that would allow cal- college players who were exploring NBA careers they had the right to sign with an agent without having to forfeit their eligibility. Ability, yeah, you know? they, initially it was just you could enter your name in the draft, but you couldn't hire an agent. And now you can do that twice. Mm-hmm. And now they've allowed you to be able to be in contact with an agency. Which is cool to, to explore, see where you're at. And then if it doesn't work out, you can come back. Back yeah. in the day, if you got an agent, you're done. You're un- ineligible. You're, you're a pro player. Which point. sucks. And so people think thought last season that like we're being progressive, like things were getting better. For you know, because that rule was you know yeah. for and, the players, and, and we've already announced that high school players will be able to enter straight into the league in 2021, 22, right. I think. Yeah, this is the 22. twenty two. It's either twenty one or twenty two. Mm-hmm. So that's coming too. So they they are getting better and more progressive. But then it sounds like this is a step backwards. So I'm going to read it to you too. So, however, this week the NCAA instituted a new wrinkle to that rule. Potential prospects can only sign with agents that the NCAA has certified. Certification requirements include, listen, certification requirements include passing an in-person exam at the NCAA office, three years of NBA uh, Player Association certification, and a bachelor's degree. That's fucked up. The bachelor's degree is an interesting, I mean, Rich Paul has a degree, does he not? I'm sure he has a, a degree. I think he went to college. So immediately the NBA players took to social media, uh, they see the rule for what it was a restriction barring agents with less traditional backgrounds immediately became known as the rich paul rule a nickname referring to king james agents background a background which wouldn't meet the new requirement Ah. and his growing influence which is huge 
Well, so here's the here's the weird part about that. Rich Paul may not have uh, meeting all those requirements, but all of the agents that are under his employ all do. I Definitely. Mean, in order to be an agent, I mean, maybe maybe the rules have changed. But my understanding is in order to be an agent, you have to be a lawyer. And no lawyers are allowed to be lawyers unless they go to law school, have a bachelor's degree, get a law degree, and then pass the bar. So, I again, I could be mistaken here, but that is my understanding of no, what think, you have to do to be an agent. No, I don't think so. No. I don't think that's what it is. I think that's what that's it, what it used to be. So that this is, I, know. I think if you wanted to be an agent to get a job with a huge agency, yes, you would have to have a law degree, you know, or you wouldn't be able. Like my question is this: is I mean, Uncle Dennis doesn't have uh, probably doesn't have any of that, and he's Uncle cool. Dennis is quite educated man. He 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 has a doctorate. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, so he has a doctorate. Kawhi, but he, we're we're talking about Kawhi's Uncle Dennis for those that that right. don't follow on Kawhi Leonard. His main guy right. is his uncle and his agent. And what I've known of Uncle Dennis is that he actually is quite educated. So it's it's to me, I think it's bullshit. I yeah, think the whole thing is bullshit. And uh, like somebody tweeted this today, this is very arbitrary things that they put out in front of. Like why, why? Like I don't because the NCAA wants to own, wants to, and and the, the only way that this is going to happen is if the NCAA says, okay, yes, you can be an agent, you can be an agent, but you know, somebody tweeted today, he's like they're like, well, if I'm Rich Paul, then I'm going to Duke. And I'm taking classes, and I'll be in, I'll be in the room with the players. That's really funny. You know what I mean? I just think it's bullshit, and they're they're going to be pushing these kids farther and farther away from wanting to go to the schools. And just to me, I think it was it was all and and, and LeBron went to Twitter right away. Immediately and said, "We're not you're not stopping this culture like this." That he was laughing. He's like, "This is really funny," you know? Yeah. So that's interesting. So. And, and is that is that immediately in effect? That I'm not sure. Okay, so probably starting this season. Probably, probably is. Probably is. I mean, the whole idea that you you can sign with an agent and then not sign with an agent like that's really murky water already. So it, it almost seems like when they when they did that, it was like, yeah, okay, we want to help you get you know a really solid understanding of whether or not you'll be drafted and you know what you can expect. And then the only way to really get that whole picture painted is if you talk to an agent who can speak on your behalf to all the franchises. For that reason, it makes a lot of sense for them to go, yeah, okay, we, if you can, you can confer with an agent, and if if you don't like the prospects that he's he's getting back to you, you go back to school. But having any kind of agency presence or being able to sign with an agent for a month or two months and then make whatever money that that agent wants you to make, and then go back to school, it's like it's just a really weird thing. It should be their choice of whoever, if they want this agent, whether he's your cousin or best friend or whoever you want representing you and your brand, mm. and you as a, it should be your choice. So my, my whole point is, is like, okay, Rich Paul, fine, if, if he's out. My whole point is, is like, why wouldn't he just hire a guy that fits all those parameters and have him be an employee of his? Well, they probably so that, will. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I guarantee that they have guys of that, that meet those requirements within the organization already. Why it shouldn't even be a problem? You'd be like, okay, yeah, Rich Paul. Rich Paul himself is not my agent, but the number two guy at Clutch is my agent, mm-hmm. and that's the one that I'll confer with. So it seems like it, a pretty easy loophole for him to avoid. Well, Broussard was pissed today. Was he? Well, he was really pissed, and he made some br- really valid points. Broussard gets mad pretty easily. He does, today. and uh, I mean, you know we're not the biggest Broussard fans, but <laughs> I'm. Uh, not, I will never trust him again. Right, I won't tr- trust him again either. But I, he spoke on behalf of like black athletes, right? And so, basically, because he took it as a jab, like a big time jab. And I'm, sh- I, I'm, Stephen A is on vacation, and he went to Twitter saying, "Man, I wish I was home. I was home right now uh-huh. because I got a lot to say." 
But what he was, what Broussard was saying is, you know, fuck going to these schools now. Fuck going to Duke, Kentucky, you know, Kansas, all these schools who don't give a shit about you when you're gone. Stop donating money when you leave. You know, you're only there one year. Like, start going to the predominantly, pre- predominantly black schools. You know, go to Morehouse and play. Go to Xavier. Go somewhere, you know, and put your money back into them because it's obvious that these people are trying to, you know, still trying to own you and own, you know. Uh, but I can't. I, I, I hear what, what that, that point is. I hear the argument for that. But I also I can't fault Duke. Like, uh, what are you going to blame Mike, Mike Krzyzewski for this? You're going to blame, blame Roy Williams for this? Like, no. they, I'm sure they were opposed to this idea, but they didn't have any say. So, yeah, I get it. If, if you're going to be mad at the NCAA, be mad at the entire NCAA because Morehouse is a part of it. Because all those colleges that are traditionally black colleges are also a part of this. So, I think that what this is going to do is it's going gonna, it's gonna to really open that door a lot wider for players like RJ Hampton that say, you know what, I... I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on this year of of college and Lamelo who's going to play ball in Australia with RJ and all these guys all these top tier guys that know that they're gonna be one and done anyway if they don't want the experience if they don't think the college is something that they would enjoy then they're just not gonna go and so maybe this is something uh, that plays into the whole NBA expansion of the G League as well because I can see like there's a lot of power if LeBron is a very powerful person that has access to a lot of funds. Like, oh, yeah. start dumping money into the G League, you know what I mean? Making it a real, like, viable place to go and yeah. get recruited and shit like that. Like, I think LeBron's the wrong dude to really piss off. Right, and and so is Rich Paul. I mean, Rich Paul has a huge client base of, of players currently in the NBA. This isn't just for basketball, too, Drew. Right, it's it's for any, any it, right. NCAA. This is for, for, right. for football, yeah. basketball, everything. I just, it, it is a weird move. It's a weird move. Um, I... I guess the NCAA, from their standpoint, would be like, well, what we don't want, like if, if you're looking at it from a benefits standpoint, which is tough to see, but what we don't want is these young players getting taken advantage of by agents that don't know jack shit, right? So okay. if you're looking at it from that point of view, you're going like, look, these are kids that are 18 and 19 years old that really don't know a whole lot about this world, right? They don't know about the world of contracts and legalities and things like that so what we want to do is we want to make sure uh, that we're protecting our students okay. and our and our members of the ncaa from getting taken advantage of by joe schmo who's like yeah i got connections everywhere i'm your guy i can be the guy like blah 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 and then he ends up somehow ruining you know their credit or or taking advantage of them and taking the money and running and so from that perspective if you look at it as like them trying to protect the young kids maybe there is a benefit there but Obviously, if Rich Paul, one of the largest agents on the planet, is excluded from this, people are going to take that view from it. But it should weed out all those like little assholes who the try rinky-dink, the rinky dink guys. Well, the, the assholes that are trying to scheme and, and and fuck with these guys and not actually be on their side and 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 make the beneficial decisions for their careers. You know, I, I think we saw this year. You know, David Falk was like the first. I can only name. I don't know agents, right? Agents were never a household name. David Falk was the most powerful one. He yeah. had Jordan and everybody else. And yeah. He was extremely powerful right. within the within the NBA right. and professional sports. And then we kind of saw this year like how powerful Rich Paul was and is and how he can yeah. play that puppet. He can puppet a lot of shit. Yeah. The reason why, you know, the reason why Anthony Davis is a, is a Laker is because of basically Rich Paul. Yeah, you know how I I mean maybe I maybe I missed this, but was Jay-Z complaining about this was his agency complaining about this 
didn't see any any of that today because they're a pretty big player now too like right. jay-z's you know rock, rock nation. nation they have a whole agency and i haven't heard one thing from them because they're probably approved already you know what i'm saying right and so there is all like caa and all these other top agents that that do run a lot of the other i mean rich paul is big but there's several major players and agencies throughout the nation that you know the only one that i i can tell that's complaining is rich paul simply because of this well rich paul's not complaining nobody's we haven't heard from him we oh. just saw tweets from from, Bron, from lebron and i think they're gonna and others right because it came out of left field i didn't right. think they saw that coming no and i think once maybe they look into the verbiage on it and see like what it really means maybe maybe they'll have a better understanding or maybe they'll be really fucking pissed off right and and word to the ncaa don't do this in the no, middle of the dead season no slide this one in Slide this one in and like as we're getting into college football, slide right. it in when. Oh yeah, and this is gonna happen when there's other stuff <laughs> right. like right, you know, like right as the NBA or the, the college NBA season's about to start for basketball, be like, oh by the way, uh, not when there's nothing to talk I talk mean, about. Shit, if you, I mean, if they wanted to make waves, then they did it. But right, Jesus, there probably would have been another window for them to do this. <laughs> for real. Well, we'll see what happens in the next coming in the, in the next couple days. Yeah, yeah. Um, you had something though today. There was another announcement that was made by the NBA. Uh, this is, you know, separate from the discussion that we were just having about the NCAA. Um, and it's about the, the mental health guidelines for the N- NBA. I mean, over the last four or five seasons, there have been really top level players that have come out uh, to talk about mental health awareness and mental health issues. And I think the stigma about, you know, the phrase mental health always, you always sound like you're talking about some crazy person mm-hmm. or schizophrenia, but depression is a mental health anxiety. issue. Anxiety mm-hmm. is a mental health issue, and it's something that needs to be addressed, right? So you had DeMar DeRozan, Kevin Love, uh, Royce White, who's not in the NBA but probably isn't in the NBA because of his mental health problems that he wasn't able to uh, get handled uh, at a time. Royce White, Royce White was like the first person that came out, for those that don't know, just saying he was he had severe anxiety. anxiety. He couldn't fly on planes. Um, suffered from depression, whole bunch of stuff. It, it, he was a lottery pick, if, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. uh, with the Rockets, and then it just fizzled out because he couldn't ride on a plane, and nobody, like, he tried to talk to people, but nobody would understand him and listen. So I think, keep going, I'm sorry. Essentially what they're doing now is, as the beginning of this season is coming underway for the 19, uh, 2019-2020 season, the NBA has new requirements for teams to take, and, and one of them is that a team must make available to players at least one or two mental health professionals who are licensed in their field, as well as identify a licensed psychiatrist to assist in managing issues when needed. Uh, teams must also have a written action plan in case of mental health emergencies, and they must communicate to players and staff members how the team will go about ensuring privacy and confidentiality. So the good news about this is, is now there's finally somebody that's not just a physical trainer out there who can work with your ankles, your knees, you know, as your body deteriorates or you get injured. You actually have somebody who can help you with your mental stability, um, because as we as as we were talking about, Demar has obviously fought depression, uh, which is crazy because as we as we think about it, it's crazy because. Why you think would, you're rich and you're playing why, in yeah, the NBA? Why yeah. would someone like who has two hundred million dollars mm-hmm. and lives the greatest life ha- have depression? Or why are human beings like right, everybody else? Like, right, we all have problems. And and you know, I think in in this day and age of social media, you know, happiness is so much. It's it's so relative now more than any time, right? Because yeah, I'm sure Demar Derozan enjoys his life to the to the ability that he can, and 
He is he's able to afford luxuries that you and I can't afford. But it doesn't necessarily mean that he's the happy guy or right. that he should be happy for right. any of that reason. And then on, on Kevin Love's side, his was more about panic attacks and anxiety attacks where he had to sit out at least a couple games over the last couple seasons because he had a legit panic attack. He said he, said he, couldn't, he couldn't even come out of the locker room. Couldn't come out of the locker right. room. And, and we're going to see more and more of that happen. You Look know, at Markel Fultz. Like he could have used somebody like that last year. He can use them right now. A, right now. Yeah, I think a lot of these guys are going to be using it. And so hopefully what this does is it not only alleviates the stigma around mental health and, you know, being able to try and like be like, I'm fine. Like, I don't have to I don't need any help. I can just handle this uh, and, and allows people to come for or players specifically to come forward and go like, yo, I'm struggling with this right now. And it like, won't go public. It's right. not like it's not like you you hurt your ankle and people are asking you every single What's the day? injury report. Right. There's not going to be a mental health. report. No, the shrink's not going to come out and be like, you know what? Montrez Harrell is just he's having a really tough time with yeah. his with his baby mama or something like right. that. It's not going to come out like that. Yeah. And I think that's the best part about the 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 profession of of being in mental health care is that there is a, a legitimate confidentiality agreement uh, between client and uh, therapist or psychiatrist. Whereas you know, like you're talking about an injury report, there's not going to be a mental a mental health injury report. report. Right. You know, the psychiatrist, the therapist will keep whatever that that happens in that session to themselves, unless you know it breaks one of the rules like they want to hurt themselves or hurt somebody else uh, severely then they have to they're, they're supposed to go to the police uh and report like that. Lamar Odom could have used one you no know what shit I mean? yeah there's there's several like Delonte West is mm-hmm. one of the guys that I always think of that's that's clearly still struggling with mental health and 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 had for his that's entire right. life right uh that definitely could have been helped and maybe uh, he didn't want to maybe he was too embarrassed to like talk about it or... and and maybe he was just not even educated on right. on that this is something that can be fixed totally. or treated totally. and so all of this is good news mm-hmm. um you know and the NBA is the most progressive league in, in American sports professionally, and they're making another step to continue that pattern. Um, I, I would imagine that the NFL will follow up suit closely behind, as well as you know Major League Baseball and the rest, uh, because this is something that isn't just an NBA problem. This is a cultural issue that we're having because of social media, because of uh, just anxiety in the world, <laughs> because we, we live in a, in a world that's it it can fuck you up. Do you think there's going to be like when the when the players that like when Love couldn't play those three games or whatever? Do you think like when they say not playing tonight because of personal reasons? Do you think people are automatically going to think that yes. that's what it is? Yeah, right. I do now. I mean, for Kevin Love specifically because he's already come out and said that he's had problems. Mm-hmm. But so yeah, we're we're definitely going to look into it. Uh, you and me and everybody else that analyzes the NBA. And if Kevin Love misses a game and they and there's not an injury report, I suppose that would be the way to discern whether or not there is right. a mental health report. So maybe what they'll do is they'll allow some, allow some sort of leniency uh, about how they report that. And maybe they'll, it's a little tricky to talk about this, but like if, if you want to keep it private that you're having an issue with anxiety, depression, whatever it might be, and you can't play that game, there has to be a way to protect them because if they're not on the, injury report and they're not playing we're all going to go up maybe he has some anxiety maybe Mm -hmm. he has some depression and hopefully we treat that with the respect that it deserves because everybody goes through that totally and and people like you were saying earlier when like you know you're an nba player you're famous you know what i mean you you play on a good team or a bad team like you're making millions of dollars right but there's still pressures of being an nba player and performing every single night and i said it repeatedly going back to markel fultz like dude he's 19 years old right you know he's the number one pick 
He's got all this pressure on him. He's not performing well. His shots all messed up. He needed to talk to somebody. And here's the other side of that too: is mm-hmm. like, let's say there's a there's a guy with perfect mental health who doesn't have anxiety. Having a therapist or a psychologist to talk about what the fuck is happening to me as I transition from being a, a, a top level uh, NCAA or, or uh, you know semi pro basketball player into the full limelight. Everyone needs that, right? Right? Like everyone needs someone to talk to about like, holy shit, I have. Twenty million dollars in the bank. Well, don't they, I have they, women that are reaching out to me left and mm-hmm. right, and I have all this attention, all this spotlight everywhere I go. I need help handling this. So even someone that that doesn't have necessarily depression or anxiety, it can be very much helpful to have a therapist. Well, that's what they do for the the rookie the rookie uh, summits that they do, where sure. they have the rookies go for three days and they have the pros talk, the former pros, guys that have fucked up, guys that have done really really well. You know, and it's it's up to them if they want to pay attention. And like, remember when Beasley, Michael Beasley, was at that comp, was at that summit, and he got cu- he got kicked out for smoking weed in the smoking weed, right? Like, right. There, there's a red flag right there. Like, this guy's not mentally ready to play in the NBA. Sure, you know, and Beasley's probably another one that could use it. You that's what, what I'm saying. saying? What, what, I think what, I could use it, Drew. The, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I think the, the point of the matter is, is that everyone could use right. this. Every single player, every single person could use this. Um, and, and hopefully this helps remove the stigma behind like saying, yo, I'm having, I'm having some trouble with this or even just being like, yeah, it's great to have someone to talk to mm-hmm. that isn't your family, that isn't your friends, that, that you don't have to you worry. You need an unbiased opinion. That you don't pe- have to worry about judgment, right? right? Like you're just going to go, Hey, like this is what's happened in my life mm-hmm. and lay it out there. And it's good. What to, do you think it to, is? It's good to vent. It's right. good to just be able to have that person to bounce shit off of. Um, so yeah. And needless to say, my girlfriend is a therapist. So I'm riding hard for this <laughs> you one. You got one then. I have contacted the Lakers about that opening spot. <laughs> I don't know if she'll make Did the you? cut, but I'll also go to the Clippers as well. Right. I'll be like, hey, I know a therapist. She's pretty dope. That'd be great to hop on that real quick. Uh, yeah. Damn. Did uh, you tell her that? Yeah. She was the one that told me about this. Oh, then she should jump on that. I, yeah. Start with the Clippers. Uh, well, <laughs> I... Yeah, I suppose the the Lakers will probably have a little bit more anxiety than the Clippers. Maybe most likely <laughs> playing with LeBron and Anthony Davis. Yeah, we're pro we're pro uh, uh, Adam Silver on this one. Another great call by by the commission. Yeah, he keeps making great decisions. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. This is good stuff. Um, back to your Lakers though, real quick. Okay. Uh, LeBron announced today that announced or it came from his camp that he's going to form his own mini camp before real camp. With, oh, yeah, which is. Taken from the Clippers playbook because we do that too, uh, but he's he's gonna start his own mini camp. I don't know where he's doing it, but he's gonna get everybody on board and start. I don't know what he's gonna do if it's a if they're gonna go to like Miami or they're gonna go Vegas like to Hawaii or somewhere and, exclusive, right? And they're just gonna play basketball and learn about each other. I love I love this. Call. So it's specific for the Lakers, or it's open to like invitation it, for guys? No, no, it's specific for the oh, Lakers, good. and I don't think coaches are invited. I don't think it's any of that. Wow, Chris Paul used to do this. Used to get used to do this thing, right? And the Clippers play in I'm, Hawaii. I'm to, yeah, they go to Hawaii. Yeah. It's a big bonding experience yes. for them. They like that's where they do training camp and yes. mini camp. Um, but most teams are already working out. Like the players are already in facilities working out sure. together. Yeah. But LeBron's specific with trying to. Well, gel. LeBron probably hasn't been working out because he's been filming Space Jam and like you know running around a little bit with his son mm-hmm. and in Vegas. And I'm sure, I'm sure he's working out and like handling his business, but he hasn't been like with the team. Right. right? And, and especially, you know, with USA basketball happening, like Kuzma's going to be 
on the USA basketball. I mean, unless he drops out too. Uh, but I think he's really looking forward to putting on a USA jersey and going and playing. And you kind of need huge. Kuzma. You need Kuzma for the mini camp, though, that whatever he's putting on. Sure, but it's it's huge because the whole Lakers, specifically for the Lakers, we're, everybody's new. Like, almost everybody on that roster is new to the team. So this is a really good thing for us to gel and bond and have Taco Tuesday. And I don't think, right? As a, as oh, a group. God. As a group. Yeah, they need to do that. Uh, yeah, more so. more teams should do that. I, I and I'm a little surprised that more teams, or maybe maybe more teams do, but there isn't enough noise about it, or not enough press about it. Um, and that'll be cool. I'm 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 really happy about LeBron's leadership there. I I don't remember him doing this in. I Miami, was going to say for 17 years, Miami this is the first or Cleveland time? Right. or anything like that. So this is cool. I'm actually this is a really. I nice, think it's needed though. I think he sees yeah. like I think a lot of these teams got a bond right because we to. need we got this is going to be a very important season right. Very. And I think I think he wants to set the tone too. Mm-hmm. Also, like yeah, mini camp is cool for us to get to know each other, but we're about the business this year. You know, this is the this. I think LeBron knows as we've said. He has more time left in his career, but as far as like being the window, being peak LeBron, it, the window's starting to close. So I think he realizes that, and he's going, "Yo, like if we're gonna make this happen. It's got to be now and next year, or really like the best two years for us to try and capitalize on this." They, uh, uh, slam, I don't know if it was Slam or one big media outlet did a poll with twenty um, owners and executives in the NBA, and it was released today. Like, who's the best player in the NBA? And Kawhi had twelve votes. Giannis had six. Giannis had Harden six, had two. Had two. And LeBron's not even on the list. And right. th- you know that's the kind of shit that I know pisses him off. And again, we've said it so many times, but I think he's going to come out just firing this year. Yeah, I'm, uh, that's that's all I hope for. <laughs> that's literally all I hope for. I hope he. I hope he's rested. Uh, I would imagine that he has gone through you know several different ways to uh, recover and recoup, um, and and be prepared for a, a long haul of a season. Uh, because that's what we're going for. Like, did you hear some NFL dude? I I don't know who it was, but like lost his toe this weekend because what? of cryotherapy. I was just thinking about you were talking about taking care of his body. What he didn't wear the proper oh the stuff. Oh no, because yeah, you're supposed to, to have like mittens <clears throat> on your hands and your feet because those the frostbite. He lost. It. He had frostbite no on his toe. Way. Right, and I'm like, damn, dude. Fuck. Right. Oh that's- shit. <laughs> Now nah, I'm not gonna wear the shoes today. Just just ah, fire me fine. up. I'm good. I'm in there for what seven minutes. I'll be fine. It's a big it's negative forty degrees or something like that in there. It was a I I, I laughed first because it was a big brother. I mean, like a, it's a big dude, it's right? Kind of funny. Well, listen, but it's, it's also fucking when you, tragic. When you read that this big ass football player got frostbite, I'm like, how? Why would this guy be in the snow with his shoe shoes off or something like that? And then it was cryotherapy, and I'm like, <laughs> oh shit. He's out there trying to get his body right. <laughs> And he loses a toe. No more flip-flops in cryo, You're not everybody. supposed to do that, bro. Stop wearing the flip-flops. <laughs> it's bad for you. You only got nine toes now. Hey, Golden State extended uh, Draymond. Yep. Right? $100 million. He Four put years, a, $100 million. Well, he knew they weren't going to give him that max deal, though, right? He was up for like two fifty nine or something. Like I mean, that. and and that's the one thing about Draymond that that I think, you know, we always we always look at him as being a relatively smart guy. And I think he knows. Like he's a, he's a very valuable player to this franchise, and I don't think he was worth whatever max deal no. that he was thinking he was going to pull anywhere else because he is valuable to the system so much, is intricate to the Warriors system, and it, it is virtually an unknown if you were to drop him on any other franchise. We know that we've he said would, that everybody said that he would forever. be great a def- a great defender. He would still be really good rebounder, passer, and all the things that he does. But he doesn't score. 
you know, 15 points a game. He doesn't have any one-on-one moves, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a system guy. Uh, so, obviously, he chose to stay with the Warriors. I think it's the best move that he could have made. It's, what's it, 20, it's four-year, right? Yeah, four-year, four 100 mil. 25 mil. 25. 25 mil a year. stay with his boys. They love him there. New Done arena. deal. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad he And he's that. been getting paid handsomely since, you know, since his rookie deal. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, he's not making $40 million a year, but he shouldn't be right. making $40 million And why year. is nobody talking about the Warriors? Why is nobody putting them in this in the category? It's, Clay, a great, it's a great place for the Warriors to be right now. Right, and Clay said, like, I'm trying to be back by, by All-Star break. Yeah. That's his goal. Yeah. And he will be back. And, yeah, I mean, the, it's right in front of our face why no one's talking about it because Kevin Durant left. Right. And Clay isn't healthy. Right. Um. They're still a problem, though, dude. Yeah, man. I'm they're a, still going to be good. Right. Steph Curry is unbelievable. They have D'Angelo Russell. Did you see him get, get shook by the kid at his camp yesterday? Yeah, Steph Curry's Chet. camp. The, the kid's name's Chet. I've seen him all over. The seven-footer? Uh, yeah. He has a ball his life has covered this kid for a minute. Just he's a, good. He's good. And he's got he gave, handles. He gave Steph the business the bu- and The double it. behind the yeah. back? I, I The first time I watched it, I didn't even know it was Steph. You didn't? Because I, I was watching him. I was right. watching the guy with the ball. I'm like, right. who's this? First of all, he looks so skinny. It looks like you could knock him down like with a stiff, with a strong breeze. Right. Um, but he is. He's quite skilled. And he's mean, bro. Yeah, like, he talks shit. He does. I, he talks shit to everybody. And his name's Chet, dude. Chet. Like, come on. Dude. I and do you know how old he is? I, I know he's in high school. Yeah, I don't. Seventeen. Oh shit! He's right. gonna be. He'll he'll be good somewhere. Eighteen, right? He'll he'll be good somewhere I next agree. year, wherever that is. And then and seven then, footer, seven foot white boy that can dribble, that can handle, right? And he's tough. Yeah, he's. I mean, tough is a relative term. Like he, like I said, he, he's not scared. I could definitely push him over. Right, <laughs> right. But he is tough. Like right. he'll dunk on me, and he'll and he'll let me know about right. it, which is cool. And I I like that attitude. He doesn't back down. Chet. Do we know his last name? <laughs> I couldn't. I I just remembered his name. Because when I hear Chet, I, I think of Chet Stedman. That's from uh, the rookie, a rookie of the year. That was oh, Chet Stedman was his idol, right? Chet Stedman was the pitcher right. played by Gary Busey in that role, and, and where the kid breaks his arm. Yeah, and then as it's, Rosenbagger. Yes, that's where uh, we Garden Hoser. One of our favorite quotes, quotes to refer to. Um, his and, name was Rowan Gardner. Just. To- <laughs> 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 How I remember that. Garden Hosa. Garden Bagger. Yeah, dude, it's so funny. Um, but yeah, so Chet Stedman right. was, was Gary Busey's character. It's only Chet we know. And then Chet Faker. I think that's like a uh, somebody that I've heard of in, in music. There's a guy named Chet Faker. I wonder but, if there's ever been an NBA player named Chet. Uh, pro- We'd have to look that up. Probably not. Well, we don't know. Maybe. There might be. Some, but- I can't think of one. But I, There's so many players that have, that have come through the NBA that... You know, but Chet is a that's a unique name. Uh, Lamelo's killing at the Drew. I know we've been talking Ooh, about it for a while, but the playoffs Lame- for the Drew are coming around. Lamelo looks really nice, guys. He like does. really nice. Like he's, I'm, he's going to be good. I'm kind of eating my words from two years ago. Again, I didn't. Th- I thought he was going to be too small. Thought I thought just didn't think he had it. And the boy looks really nice. I you know I I always thought that he would make it to the NBA. Uh, I I I watched him. There was a, a couple years ago when he was like a freshman, or no, he must have been a sophomore at Chino Hills. I was watching Cassius Stanley play back when he was on Harvard Westlake. I watched the whole Cassius Stanley game, and first of all, that guy is the real deal. We've said it already, but mm-hmm. even when he was 15. He was nasty. When he was 15, the first play out of the gate was a backdoor alley-oop to him, and he dunked it on two guys. Because they were like, "What's that? Like, where are they throwing that ball? Oh my God, right. there's, a, there's nuts in my face. Um... So I watched that whole game and I was like, "That's an NBA player at 15 years old." It was it was already written. And then the next one, the the whole gym filled up 
because it was LaMelo and Leangelo Ball from Chino Hills that were playing that year. And LaMelo took and hit a half-court shot in that game, like in the middle of that game. We all know he can shoot. I was way more impressed with his dimes. This dude. That's what I was saying. That's oh, what sorry. I was. No, that's no, cool. I, what I was getting to was mm-hmm. like I watched him play, and I was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, especially then because what he did, what a lot of people don't know what he did is he skipped eighth grade. He skipped eighth grade to play with Lonzo and, and, and jump into ninth grade be, to jump onto the team to have all three brothers he's on the same 17. team. Is he 17? I think he's 18? 17. I think he's 17 or 18 years Man. old now. And so he, he, he skipped eighth grade and started every game as a 13 year old freshman. Crazy. And played with his brothers and, and, and then really has developed. So one thing about him is that he's always played up. In, uh, with with guys that are older and bigger than him, and what we know is when you do that, you're you're just going to get better. And and as he continued to grow, which is the one thing that we didn't know necessarily was going to happen. I mean, the guy's six seven now, maybe even close to six eight. At that size, with his uh, passing ability, like you said, his passing ability is next level. His handles are the thing that I'm most interested about because when someone like Patrick Beverly gets gets mm-hmm. up up in there and goes, oh yeah, go ahead and try and bring that ball up. Like you, like you. Oh, you're the right. Mr. Lucy Goosey with the ball. Like, oh, go behind. And the it back. is the Drew. This isn't. This right. isn't. Not a whole lot of people are playing hard on ball defense. I mean, they're trying, but a, the, the Drew's a legit game. league. Yeah, that's my point. <clears throat> but that'll be the next thing that he'll have to prove to me to make sure that he can make it in the league. I mean, he's not going to school this year, right? No, he's going to. He's going to play in Australia. He's going to play. So he's going to be fine. And dude, if he's <laughs> if he stays at six seven, yeah. Uh, that's what NBA want. They want a six seven, six eight guard. Every Are you single me? team in the NBA right. loves a six seven guy who can shoot. Uh, as weird as his form is, mm-hmm. it goes in. Uh, and and uh, with his passing ability, he'll he'll make it to the. He league. said he's going to be the number one pick. He said that. He said that. He said I'm going to be the number the, the number I, one pick. I would not be surprised, right, especially because he'll have head to head matchups with R.J. Hampton, who a lot of people do think will be the. Number oh, he's going to be playing against him this year. Yeah, this they're year. in the Australian league right. together. Cool. So they're gonna there's going to be some cool matchups down and there. And he would. I saw one of his workouts the other day. R.J. He was scrimmaging. Yeah, it was just he's good eating eating him he up. He is a very good basketball right. player, and it's and it kind of sucks. Here's the thing: like Lamelo never was going to be able to play in college because he was a pro for a year or two years, or whatever it was. And so we knew that we were going to miss LaMelo in college. But R.J. Hampton, I would love to watch in college. Because guess what? I don't know how the fuck to watch Australian basketball. How do we do that? How do I watch what that? What channel is, is that Is it on? on at 3 o'clock in the morning? Probably. ESPN 8? Yeah, do ESPN. Start covering some <laughs> right. shit. Or like Fox. I don't know who. Hey, if the big three is going to get coverage on CBS. CBS? Like... Why not? I anyway, I you know, I don't I don't know any of the teams. I know that Melbourne has two teams and Sydney's got a team. Right. Like who's the star over New there? New Zealand has a team. Um uh, and so that's weird. Speaking uh, of the big three, did you see uh ISO Joe with that game the game winner, the four point step back game winner? I, I don't know. Uh no, I, to win the game? Oh, it I was missed so that one. Nasty. I missed that one. So nasty. ISO Joe's been killing. He can get a deal right now. Like I would love for the Clippers to pick up Joe Johnson. It, does he want to go back to the NBA? He looks in he's fabulous great. shape. He's great. He's pulling step back four pointers with a hand in his face, wet Aquafina. Mm-hmm. He's won a few games like that. Yeah, I was watching, and then Big Baby was funny to watch too. Yeah, like, he's always funny to watch. He is hilarious. Yeah, bro. he's entertainment. He's got to be like three fifty, dude. He's like the, he's back like, back to the Big Baby form, <laughs> right? The original form, LSU, uh, LSU Big Baby form. Um, opening night, Drew. Yeah. Opening night was announced for the Clippers and Lakers. It's That's going to be fun. Clipper home game. 
Is it? Clipper home game. Okay. October 22nd. So we're going to have opening we'll night. We'll see how the- many bandwagon fans show up for the Clippers. Oh, dude. <laughs> There's going to be. I, I can't all the, all the new Paul George and Kawhi Leonard jerseys I've been in the telling stadium. people that I'm going to allow three. If you want to prove to me, I'll allow three, three, new, fan- three new bandwagons. Three I'll, new fans? I'll let you convert. Oh. But yeah, I'm going to have to put them through a rigorous. I was going to say, what's the credentials? I'm going to come up with it. I'll, this is like the, the Clips rule. Like we, we talked about the, the, the Rich Paul rule. Yes, the Clips this, rule. This is the Clips rule. Yes, there's gonna, it's going to be a rigorous oh. um, initiation process. But if they're bandwagon, what can you possibly expect them to know? I will convert that. Well, they better start learning. Okay? Yeah. Do some research. Because remember, I watch all of you. I, <laughs> I remember all. I have screenshots of a lot of comments. Bro. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to allow three lucky fans. To come over to my side. Okay. Okay. Drop the Knicks jersey. You know, yeah. if the first time I see a Pelicans jersey, I'm going to flip out. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, but speaking of opening night, yeah. October 22nd. That's that's going to be a lot of it fun. It is. And we're, we have to watch the game together. Well, we, yeah. We last, uh, for the new listeners, last year we did uh, opening day party, Clips and Drew party. Yeah. Um, down here in San Clemente. We had, we had a good, like, I don't know, 30 people show up, which was kind of cool. We watched basketball and like... Shits and giggles, I guess that's yeah, what people call Yeah, had some drinks. We want to do it a little bigger this had year. some tacos. Right, we did. Yeah, it was fun. Fake tequila. We had that, you know, there. Yeah, that was weird. That was a little weird. That was not my favorite. No, it wasn't, but. Good beers, though. Good beers. Uh, so I think we're going to do an event this year. Yeah, we. I think we're working on something. Mm-hmm. We we had a nice meeting uh, this week with uh, some of the homies. Uh, we got some stuff in the works. Um, so, so plan yeah. on it. If you guys want to watch the you know opening night with clippers with clips and drew and it's clippers and lakers just don't you know wear your colors okay yeah i'll be wearing my luke walton laker jersey he, he, drew's already picked out his outfit already have it ready i will be wearing my uh danny manning throwback five jersey maybe i don't know you should bring out something for all the all the new bandwagon fans to be like by the way by the way this is my matt way. fish jersey yeah you exactly. didn't have- <laughs> <laughs> matt fish i got my joe wolf i'm breaking out my joe yes. wolf jersey yes um but yeah so if if you want to watch the game with us put october 22nd on the calendar because we're going to do something dope and we all should just watch basketball together and kick off the most exciting season in nba basketball and you can watch the los angeles clippers get all up in that ass of the Lakers. Doesn't sound like Paul George is going to be. Paul uh, George will not be playing. So I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I, I'm not saying that you should be worried. I'm not worried. But I take mean, the time. We are. We are doing a mini camp. You are. So <laughs> that means you should be worried because <laughs> mini camp Lakers. Right. You never watch know. Out. Where's the hard knocks for that one? Where, I want the hard knocks mini camp <laughs> Lakers. That's what I want. And Give want, me that. What's our what's the white boys name that we like? Uh, Alex Caruso. Yes. We it's just got to be follow him around. Caruso is about to start. He is, right? I don't think no, so. No, he probably won't. <laughs> no. But I wouldn't mind it. Right. Bro, Sneaky Hops. Sneaky Hops mm-hmm. Alex Caruso. He's a fan favorite. I wonder if he's related to David Caruso. I don't think so. He certainly does not have the head of hair that I, David no. Caruso oh, has. Oh, boy, it's bad. Can can some can somebody reach out to Alex and say, dude, like, just shave it? He should wear the De'Aaron Fox Montrez Harrell uh, headband oh. thing <laughs> with, the, with the tail out the, the ninja, back. Like yeah. The ninja. Like the ninja headband. Danielson. Well, Danielson. Uh <laughs> Somebody needs to tell him that it's not working. I get it. I mean, bro. Tell I'm, him right now, Drew. I'm on. Just the, tell him right now. I'm on the way. I'm on the way to the Caruso station. I already know. You think you're losing your hair? I think you have a nice head of hair. You I'm, got the Pat Riley comb back right now. Well, that's that's what I've I've had to evolve <laughs> into this. It didn't. It was not. Didn't start this way. It but it's holding. It's holding nicer it's than a I expected. Nice way. You, I mean, I'm 30 years old, so yeah. I know it's it's going to continue. 
It's going to continue to go. Why don't you go. start with the tail? Why don't you get a little tail back? A little there? rat tail? Yeah. A little rat tail? Yeah. I mean, do I could do a little party. Ask your lady if it'd be cool. I could do some business in the front party in the back. I mean, I, the back the back goes. It goes for days. It gets all nice and curly. How do you think my hair is, though? Your, yours is- My yours hairline's okay? Very strong. I was looking at pictures. I'm very of me jealous. Like, don't be jealous. I'm jealous of. It. I got the little the gray you birds and Crompton, on the side though. You and Crompton have really and and even douchebag John. I'm the only one of douchebag our friends. John has good. I'm the only one of our friends that's really in 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 jeopardy here of looking like Caruso in about a, in about a year and a half. Oh, we got. But stay. I feel bad for Caruso because he's only like 26. Yeah, he's like, he's, he'll, he's young it's and hereditary. Bro, I remember watching him play at Texas A&M, and this is the shit that he, he still had, had it. He, bad? Oh yeah, it was not pretty even then. Damn. So anyway, maybe it's just the look that he's going with. He's easily recognizable on the court at the very least. Caruso, I love you, bro. Hey, October Shave 20, it off. October 22nd. Just put it on your calendar to come fuck with Clips and Drew. We're going to do something dope. Um, I wanted to send a special shout out to one of our, our, our favorite listeners. He listens to our show all the time. Mm. Who's got the juice? Yeah. Love him. Yeah. Don't know his real name, but that's my homie. What Your up, family juice? just had a little baby girl. Oh, congratulations, bro. And I don't remember the full name. But the initials were B-A-M, and I said, she's coin. Bam. Bam. That's what we're calling her. Bam. All right? There it is. So shout out to Bam, who's got the juice. Uh, hottest album out right now. I haven't even stopped. It's been just playing everywhere. Google, Alexa, truck, everywhere I'm at. Lil Dirk, that's the album right now, dog. You got to get it. Go out. I haven't out. heard it yet. It's hot, dude. Okay. Song's called Locked Up. It's my, it's my jam right now. Like like Akon? Like Locked not, Up? Not that kind of Locked Up. Oh, no, up. Different, different. No, it's dope. Is Akon on it? No. No, what there's is- no Akon, Drew. Oh, he just he's, he brought electricity to all of Africa. Like, the guy is a savior. Oh, he's doing other things. He's doing big things. <laughs> Bigger than Little Dirk, but the album's hot. Nice. Song's called Locked Up. So follow through with Clips and Drew. We'll be back next week with some more bullshit that we're going to have to string out. Maybe we'll talk about Jason Tatum's beard, like you were saying. It's not great. It's not a great <laughs> beard. But uh, maybe, dude, I would love to. I think next episode we should look at doing a little question answer. So let's let's field some questions from people. If you have questions about this upcoming season, anything like that, rock with us. Ask the questions. We'll answer them on the next pod. Bet. Lil Dirk, locked up. So follow through with Clips and Drew. Drew, we're ghosts. Mini camp. I can't see your face. We talked with cell phone. I salute you a thousand times because you ain't saying nothing. They hurt your heart and your kids keep telling you you a jailbird. You don't complain when you don't get busy because you don't get mail first. You lost your guys, half your senses, and it still hurt. Your appeal first Before I ever tell a lie I get it real first Before I ever tell a lie I get you the real dirt Yeah, turn up When you was free You had them AK Whoever think that you'll be Passing out a state trade And the squad was mad at Rio Cause he ain't take eight 23 years he's surviving Off of JPEG And you ain't gotta send him money Cause they stay straight Boona gotta do one more year I know he can't wait They steady throwing along in the hole Cause he got a game case And I be steady taking drugs To keep my pain Chicago.